0: All right, so we are back, episode 36, Cutler Cast, and uh, we've been trying to nail this guy down for quite some time. Devin Physique. I I didn't know your last name was Physique, bro. It's there permanently now at this point. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me a little bit about, uh, first of all, tell me what your name is. Like my full name? Yeah, yeah. Devin Gregory Zimmerman. Wow, first.
1: So German. Pretty German. Okay. My mom's half Mexican and then my, my dad's half German. Did you know that or no? I'm learning about <laughs> yeah. it right now. We were just talking
2: about this off record. like, What's you know, your real name? A couple, <laughs>
1: like in back in the Shred's days, I mean my dad hasn't been in my life since I was a kid. So when I had the physique, I'm like, everyone knows me for that, so I'm like, maybe I'll just change it.
0: How uh, long has it been Devin physique since Instagram started or I would say since two thousand eleven, right? That when uh, I yeah. think that's
1: when it was big. Shoot, I, we, yeah, so, I would say so it's w- been about 11 years that I've been on social media now.
2: So, you want to change your name to Devin Physique, like like Leonard test, changes his name <laughs> to Meta World Peace. Yeah.
1: That's what people call me as, right? Sure. Nobody, nobody ever says, Hey, Devin Zimmerman, come here. Like, my friends okay. don't even call me that. I'm gonna call you Mr. Zimmerman. <laughs> <now>. I, bet, <laughs> I, bet,
0: I bet no one, no one <laughs> knew. So, I think I started Instagram like 2012, but I remember the early days. Um, You know, you're one of the original social media people, and and I think you have a great background because, you know, you were part of the Shreds uh, people that kind of all got famous at once. I mean, Joey Swole, Paige, yourself, who else was there?
1: I mean, those were the main ones. You know, we had like Alex Turner, Ainsley Rodriguez, um, Colin was with us, but, you know, the
0: ones that really surged were me, Joey, and Paige. Okay, yeah. So so that led... I'm going to go back a little bit, though, because, you know when you graduated high school like what was your was this your vision to be absolutely not i hated the fucking gym really You know, even in high school
1: like i ran cross country i was super skinny what did you weigh when
0: you graduated high school i think
1: like 120 125 max wow you know i hated everything about the gym i remember they would want us to do strength training and i'm like absolutely not like i'm i don't want to why do i want to fucking lift weights i'd rather go like i was that kid that would skip the entire gym and go right to the basketball court and Go play basketball. So did
0: you play sports? You I did, did cross country. Yeah, I did.
1: I mean, when I was a kid, I played baseball and I played basketball. And then I switched from baseball heavily into basketball because I just liked the how much more intense it was, like fast pace. Yeah. My mom should have told me, "Hey, son, you're not going to be tall. Stick with baseball."
0: <laughs> and, where, and where was this? Where was this? Where were you living at the time when that was well, going on?
1: Yeah, I mean, I grew up in Chino Hills for the most okay. part. Um, That's where I went to high school. Um, I moved there when I was, like, 11. So the vast majority before I moved out of my mom's house when I was, like, 19, I lived in Chino Hills. And you had younger sisters? Two, Okay,
0: Yeah, Yeah, I see them a lot on, uh, you post them a lot on social media. Yeah, one of them's on social media, and
1: then the other one, I mean, she's on it, but she doesn't really use it the way that we do. And you're close to your mom, I mean. Uh, Yeah, our whole family's super close. You know, I grew up with sisters. I've always been around, like, females. I feel like I've always gotten along better with females than anyone else. And uh, and like I said, my we have like a group chat with that close, you know. So I've always been connected with them. And are they here in Vegas or no? They live in uh, my 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 youngest sister and my mom live in Newport, and then my older one, she's twenty five. She lives like more uh, like Riverside area. Yeah. So they're out there. They're always still trying to get me to go back there.
0: I remember. I remember. So the early days, you know, you sh- kind of being pictured in Newport, and I came from Orange County actually before I moved to Vegas. So I kind of know the, the area a bit, but with you, uh, you know, you migrated, obviously, to social media. Where did you find the gym? Because I remember you came right out of social media, like you had a physique. I mean, obviously, you carry the moniker Devin Physique, right? Yeah, yeah. So when did you actually find the gym and realize, okay, I can potentially build a physique like this yeah so when I realized that my even my
1: running career was over I just didn't have a passion for it I never did I was just good um I just was over it so I was skinny and I remember you know I've told this story many times but one of my friends after a run said like I look so skinny I look like an anorexic patient and mind you I've been skinny all my life so that never really affected me in high school my friends used to pick on me and I knew I was gonna get fucked up if someone tried to fight me I, I couldn't defend myself um so for some reason that that statement uh stuck in my head and so i had a friend of mine that had been asking me like dude let me get you big let me get you big so i just went to him and i'm like yo let's do it and so we we got on and i kind of never looked back from there you you remember the first gym you joined
0: out in yeah Plano, it was, uh, it was chino though.
1: hills uh 24 hour fitness i don't know if you've and ever how old were you when this happened
0: um i started
1: working out when i was 19 and a
0: half you know that's where sean ray kind of was from that area so. chino hills Did you know who Sean was? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: Well, towards like the Shreds days, he was working with us, and I think he was living in in Chino or Chino Hills or something like that.
2: And what? So, go ahead. I'm sorry.
0: No. uh, So you found the gym there, Uh and were you guys one of these kids that just? didn't really you, you have a friend that showed you how to work out did you like go right into bodybuilding i mean
1: i think at that point i was just trying to get bigger i mean i was so skinny and i wanted to build my confidence not that it was lacking but just get bigger and, and work out and do something so he just took me under his wing and we started working out and that was probably from like 19 to 21 before i even touched social media so i in that process i went from like maybe 120 to 160 or so And then it wasn't until I moved out of my mom's house in Chino Hills and moved to Newport where things started to really take, you know, take a spin and and go crazy on social media for me. Were you following the bodybuilders at that point? Yeah, that's one of the crazy ones too. And like I told you earlier, like when people, when I got into fitness and with the shreds, people used to always ask me like, who motivated you? I'm like, honestly, just me. I didn't even know who you were. I never watched YouTube's. like, you know, you know, Ross is always saying how he's watched. all I'm like, I never watched any of those. None of the Ronnie Coleman videos. Like I just, that's not how I got, you know, brought into fitness. I just wanted to look good for myself. Yeah, I remember
0: one of the Olympias when Shreds had a big booth. I remember, and you were at the SLS Hotel. Did you you stay there? Yeah, we stayed there, I think, back-to-back years. Yeah, and I actually was eating in the the cafe, and I remember seeing you in there. And, you know, we didn't say hello to each other, but I knew who you were just based off the social media. And, you know, I knew you as a guy, not, I mean, we can talk about Shreds in a minute, but, like, you were a guy that had crazy cars and motorcycles, and you were pretty young at the time. How old were you around that time? I mean, by the time I attained all of them i was- tw-
1: I was twenty five okay, so but it started f- about twenty two and then I was getting new
0: ones like every year consecutively after that. And I noticed that um, you know you had the dogs that became a venture correct shortly after, and so I knew like I used to see so much on social media about that, but I want to go back and talk about you know the transition in Newport. And did you move to Newport based cause shreds was there or is that something that you started training there and eventually someone approached you? Yeah. So again, like I told
1: you from 19 to 20, but yeah, about that when I, before I moved to Newport, my mom's like, well, if you want to, you know, do this personal training thing, cause I was getting into the gym, you need to move towards the beach. Mm-hmm. That's where the money is. So I was like, all right, well, so I quit my jobs that I had that were in Chino Hills and I got two jobs out there and then I started doing the fitness thing out there. And that's when, you know, I, I kind of just went on social media and started posting my progress, but back 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 then, selfies weren't a thing. People looked at you differently when you posted yourself like, oh, you're conceited or you're full of yourself. I lost a lot of friends because they just didn't understand what I was doing. And how,
0: like, were you pretty developed by this point?
1: I I mean, obviously not where I'm at now. I thought I was in that process. I mean, put on 40 pounds. But when I go look at pictures now, I feel way smaller then. Um, But again, nobody was doing what I was doing on social media. There was a few of us like me. And that's where Shreds really dominated because they found and monopolized who was already on there with a good following. And we took them all essentially. We were all kind of doing that. You know, you have those front runners that do YouTubes. You have front runners that do Vine, all those things. I think we just got on that fitness
0: space when it was new and, and no one was doing it. And Instagram was your first kickoff then? Yep, absolutely. And the Shreds office was close to where you lived. And did you guys <laughs> all live in some building that was there? Yeah, so
1: before that, though, they lived in Jersey, Jersey okay. City. And they had me li- They had me move out there for a whole year. And I went out there because I wanted to show my commitment to them. So I, I packed. I never lived on the East Coast, never even been on the East Coast. And I just packed up my shit. With my old best friend, and we just went there.
0: And you um, lived in Jersey. Yeah, I fucking hated it. Really. Yeah, I still <laughs> think it was I that, not I'm thinking about that. I of about it. No, I actually, Jersey. I visited. I visited. I went and saw Arvin and the crew over there in Jersey City, yep. like right outside the city. One time, correct. And it they were right, right under the bridge. And yeah, and they were in this tall, like it like almost you know like a Gotham. We used to say yeah. like a Gotham City because it was just towering. Yeah, so I went and visited them there, and then, uh, but I but i thought they had been in newport and then they moved no so so. that was
1: that was the second venture so i was out there for a year that's when i got my first frenchie was like a little companion for me and that's where that started for that as well and in my head i'm like you know what i'm just gonna save money i hate it here i used to say it was the devil's asshole that's how much i just hated that place (laughs) (laughs) so you know we we took my friend's (laughs) car from california yeah Yeah, especially never even been there so Yeah. yeah i pretty much was paying my phone bill for the entire year so when i came back I decided, you know, I can't do this anymore. I came back, and then shortly after is when they came. And that was also when my big, my first big purchases because I saved all my money, and then I got a GTR right when I came back.
0: And that was, like, the hot thing, right? And then on. from
1: there, it kind of just, you know, kept more and more things kept piling on and more, you know, things that were happening with shreds.
0: Yeah, a lot of social media. Do you remember all the early Yeah, things? no, I
2: remember I remember seeing it all. I didn't know you guys. I didn't know who, like, I didn't know you because mm-hmm. I didn't really get to know you until, you know, Recently. in the last year and a half, but... I knew who you were, and I knew who the other guys were, but I didn't know the—I didn't always know the backstory.
0: What was the pitch like? What was your place, uh, like, on social media of that team? I mean, because you had Paige, who was like, she was like the first fitness girl that really got attention, right? Yeah, yeah, she was huge, and you know, you had Joey, who was jacked, right? And then yourself, I mean, how did you fit into that? I mean, you weren't totally tat, tatted up back no, then, no, right? Was
1: yeah, I think at, when we compare all of them, like Joey's big, right? He's an acquired look. He looks a certain way. There's not many people that want to look as big as him, right? Um, and then there was me where it was like the more mainstream, especially when fitness started to get big. You know, me and Joey would talk all the time. He's like, you just are always going to have a different demographic because people want to look like you. People don't want to look like
0: me. You were naturally lean. Yeah. And that was your key, right? I mean, you pretty much could eat. I mean, let's be real. Your diet, you can probably eat uh, whatever you really want and still stay pretty lean. you have a Yeah, I would, yeah, I would say, genes, I mean, or-
1: especially people that don't really, aren't in the fitness space, they're going to look at me and think I'm still lean. Obviously, we have expectations of ourselves, but I know I could pretty much cheat every day and never be fat. Yeah, let's be cheap. nice. I know, right? Did but you then, ever when did, it's putting on weight, that's when it's a bitch. Did you ever, like, want to go compete or be like... like JR yeah, so, knows? you know to piggyback off like that intro with social media, it still wasn't a place that was being made money, you know? So for me, yeah, I'm on there and I have 10,000 followers at that time, you know, and, but that wasn't being lucrative for me to make money. And then I, so I was doing a prepping for my first show and that's when shreds kind of came in at that same time period, but I was doing the show because that's how you were no- noticed. Right. I mean, you obviously know you've been doing it forever. Yeah. Um, so back then, that's so did they how I like recon-
0: slide in your DMS and say, Hey, we are interested in yeah, you. So or like I work? was in
1: the middle of my prep and I remember Joey just DM DM me. Uh, actually, you know, it's funny. We say DMs, but that was another thing. You know, we had kick messenger. What's yeah. I don't know yeah, that All they had, uh, you know, was back in those days, it literally was yeah. a picture and comments. I remember if I wanted to flirt with a girl, I'd go back to a really old photo and I would literally take yeah. either my kick messenger or my phone number. Wow. You didn't know it? I, I mean, this is a memory. long time Even ahead. in the beginning of the Shreds promotions, we used to say like, you know, we talk about the bottles and at the end, kick message me. Almost like a DM, but they had to go to a completely different app and message me.
2: Yeah, it was like people would go way back to your very first picture, hey, here's my phone number, and it'd pop up. Okay. Because nobody's going to go back, and then once someone would text, they would go delete it. Yep, exactly. Because they didn't have DMs. This is like in, what, 2012, 2013?
0: Yeah, even probably 21. Even before that, yeah. yeah. See, I joined, I think, in 2012, and Larry is the one that got me. He said, you got to try this thing, Instagram. And, you know, I, I was I, I was a Facebook guy. I had, what, six and a half million yeah, on Facebook million. at the time, which yeah. was like way more than everyone else. and. I, mean, I remember going on Facebook and getting a gazillion views or videos you know on my on whatever I, content I put out there but this is before people were really monetizing the platforms yeah. so you you started this whole shreds thing um did you compete actually or I didn't even Yeah really I did two, I contest. did two shows where yeah the first one I did was NPC or Yeah NPC the first one I did was a uh, a John
1: Lindsay show and it was uh at Culver City that, yeah, I, remember, that yeah. I don't remember which one it was um and I think I got um that one third or 4th place and then after that, I was like, honestly, this isn't for me. Like, I don't like being on stage. I don't like posing. You know, nothing about it was fun for me except the working out aspect. And then, you know, I was like, you know what, I'll do another show. So I did one in Jersey. Um, and Tyler Sackett was dieting me. For oh, me. really? Yeah, he was dieting. Because I was with Shreds at that time. So they flew out there. It was, it was in Jersey. So they went to the show. They paid
0: for it. They did all that stuff. And then I did that one. And I placed even worse. Um, and it was just posing. Well, what was your physique like at that point? Like, you lacking, like, overpowering certain body parts, <laughs> or your leg guy, or um, I don't know I if think, I see you. training legs, bro. So <laughs> every once in a while.
1: Hey, you <laughs> know what's funny is to to piggyback on the guy that taught me with working out. We never did legs, and so like it's always been a struggle of mine to do it. You know, like I mean, I'm better at it now. People always make fun of me at the gym because they've been seeing me do it like consistently over yeah. the last year. Yeah. But I'd find every reason not to do it.
2: So what, what was the reason when, when Joey reached out to you, what was the reason that he said, hey, I want you on this team? Was there an angle? Was I would
1: really- assume, again, if he, because they were smart, him and Arvin, they, they researched the social media platform, found the fitness-based people, and who had a lucrative following at that time. And again, I think was, have- I think it was at like 8,000. And back then, that was a lot. And Nate Diesel, I don't know if you remember him. Yeah, yeah, I remember Ten, that. He had, like, 10K. Um, Paige was at, like, 6 or 7. I remember I had more than her. And then Joey was just getting started. So it's like he, like, saw us all, and he s- seeked us all out separately. Because we all joined shortly after why each why did you
0: have that much following? I mean, what so did he, you do? He, I got Shock a funny, I got a
1: really funny-ass story for this, okay? Because this is the truth. Um, so I got on there, and just like any platform, I, I dissect the fuck out of it. And so I'm like, you know, how are people getting on the four? you page and so back then it was a basic eight photo for you page that's it and the way you got on it was the first thirty minutes how many likes and comments you got to your traffic. So if you were somebody that was just getting an influx, they're gonna put you on the for you page or the and that's like page. a popular but page right? The, yeah it's the popular, it's the popular that's what page it's like
2: the, the the search thing now. Yeah what it is
1: now it's it was the popular page. So I did enough research in my head and I go, I wonder if I buy likes right now and I put it to this one picture in the 30 minutes if it just pops off sure enough i did it and i did it again how did you find someone to buy like no i just went on the web, i just went on a website and i just paid for it and it was crazy how but, much was it do you remember <laughs> nothing it was like <laughs> i think i paid like 5 bucks 5 bucks for like yeah. 200 yeah. likes back then. was a big no, deal no even yeah. more i think a couple thousand wow. it was like insane yeah no 5 bucks went a long way so you got on the so popular i did page. i did that and i was getting on it every single time i posted it and what were you posting at this time just, like what well, there was only pictures so, it was really progress. But again, selfie wasn't a thing. So, me doing these things made me look a like certain way. Like training
0: or was just the um, cars yet or no, not no, yet? no,
1: no cars. Literally okay. just pictures of me. That's it. Because there's no video. Um, we weren't even filming in the gym. Nobody was doing that unless you were doing it for YouTube, but yeah. no one was doing it for Instagram. So it literally was just pictures of me with shirtless, you know, maybe I had some lifestyle ones, me posing like this, just random shit. I mean, that's all it was. Cause there wasn't anything else. And then Vine came out and it became huge. And then that's when Instagram Videos, right? shut them down by making the video.
2: Yeah, I remember. I thought Vine was supposed to be the next big. Th- I never understood it
1: though. It was kind of different. Yeah, it was seven seconds, but it was just the fact that people were making quick videos. There's a lot of it, big Vine guys. I mean, look at about. look at TikTok now. It's it's all videos, and people are obsessed with it. There's so many platforms you can't keep.
0: I mean, up that's on. how the Paul brothers. The, where are they? Have well, Vine that's what guys? I'm saying. Like, YouTube. there's those people that
1: get on certain platforms at the right uh, time and they skyrocket. The Pauls, YouTube, that was the big thing. You know. I mean, I I'm used to
2: work with Pam Rodriguez years ago. Remember the MySpace? Yeah, model, I on My
1: remember Pam, Yeah, Ooh, she
2: had sixty million on yeah. MySpace. I used to do work with to her. I have no idea. I mean, once MySpace yeah. went away, she kind of went away. i every once in a while I'd see her on Instagram with like. I mean, where's or Tom? 30,
1: where's Tom at? You know. <laughs> yeah, right. he lives yeah. in Vegas.
2: Here, that's what I was told. <laughs> really? Yeah, because someone said I'll help him get him on the podcast. Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah, 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 you told me that. He lives in Vegas. Tom. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. We, need, we need to get him on the podcast
0: um talk about myspace yeah so crazy um it, what, did you do myspace by the way i did really yeah and that was I mean, that was like a dating well because like when i, I went I, to, no when i had I went, a big
2: following on myspace
1: when i went to college facebook it was like the transition myspace yeah. was high school and then facebook was like oh you're in college now
2: so back then facebook you had to be you had to have a college email you d- address you to sign up you yep. couldn't just sign up yep so if you didn't have something edu or yeah, whatever yeah. they wouldn't let you correct and that's why if you didn't if you weren't going to college, you had MySpace. So all the musicians and everyone was on MySpace. So once they opened up the floodgates, everyone to Facebook and MySpace just crashed.
0: Yep. So tell, tell me about your popularity. So you get, you start building this momentum. How many people were coming up to you and being like, you're that guy? Yeah, I mean, it's it started happening. I,
1: I want to say when we went to our Expos, I remember one time we just walked the was floor. Was it shreds or just you? shreds at this okay. point. I was getting a little bit of notoriety through my show because we were all starting to form. And it was, I remember right before my show, like a couple weeks before, they, they rented out a house in LA and we all met up there, Paige about us there and all the athletes. And then that's when they brought me on, they brought Nate on, they brought Paige on. So this team's was really building at that point. And then it wasn't until we went to the LA Fit Expo and showed face there that people People started putting two and two together and then we just again just kind of skyrocketed from there with the with the social media Mm -hmm. wow no i mean i remember the the movement shreds had it was yeah and and, you know i always say like there was no blueprint back then we were the blueprint like if anyone now is is being successful they look at what we did and go this is what you do and this is what you don't do well what was kind of like the push for shreds i mean i know they had supplements but it was all about community and making making the consumer and the people buying the product that they're a part of something.
0: Did they start with a product or did they actually build this social media thing and then No, they had the, the product first okay. because
1: they had like Tyler Sackett was already on it. Um, Alex Turner was already on it. There were some people that like Chris Abshow, like random people like that I've never, I don't even talk to anymore and know that they're still around somewhere. Um, so they already had a core and that was Arvin's Friends. And then once it got bigger, they still stayed on, but they obviously got
0: replaced by the people that or like bigger faces. And how did you, when did you really see it start taking off? Do you remember like Instagram where, you know, you mentioned 6,000. Do you remember being at like 100 or 2 immediately? Yeah, you know what? It's I, Now that
1: you say that, I don't think I do. I just remember like every single year it just got crazier. I think the first time that it was
0: absolutely crazy was when we went to the Olympia. And that was that the time that you stayed at SLS? Probably. Because you had a huge three. Yeah, I think
1: it was 2013, uh, 14, 15... You didn't they go were, to Arnold Classic? I, I did the Arnold Classic, but see, Shreds only did selected ones. That was the one thing I didn't like is they didn't do every one. They only did the really, really big ones. So when they had the Arnold, I would have like my clothing brand there because I wanted to still give back to people. And that, that was, was my clothing. Big, that was the dedicated that I had. Okay. I don't have it anymore, but that's what I was running with at that time. Because, you know, for me, I liked going to the expos. I liked being able to show people. I mean, you know, you go to so many different events. Yeah. Like, it is taxing, right? It's, it's a lot of, like, flexing and But when you were
0: taking pictures with fans, right? Yeah, and that so would- those
1: expos, then people were like, you know, I'm, I'm a crazy fan of you or I follow you. And I remember at that time, I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm, I was nervous, as, just as nervous as them. So when they would say, oh, I follow you, I'm like, what do I say back to that? cool Yeah. <laughs> like thank it was you. always <laughs> awkward cool thank you so over time I feel like being on social media it's also made my personality stand out like my mannerisms to things how I talk because I've been in those positions where people are nervous and I have to be the one that steps up to tell them like oh you know where are you from how long you've been following me
0: so then they you start learn to learn that rhythm to try make them feel comfortable, comfortable right? correct were, yeah. you,
1: were
2: you just going to the expos with shreds or were you actually getting booked all over the place just so no, it, was,
0: it was all everything
1: was always through shreds and they always wanted to make it where like even if we worked with companies like, he would pay me more money just so that I wouldn't work with them. No,
2: like, like for example, if a gym wanted you in Miami Beach, would you I, not do it? Were I think at that getting- time,
1: they weren't even that big of a, like it things wasn't. going around really that much. Because the shreds thing, I, I feel like we just, everywhere we went, people came to that.
0: I just don't think the influencers had, like, you know, I was booking stuff, obviously, my whole career. But maybe because it was a social media thing, it's kind of like people say now, like, oh, they're TikTokers. Like, they meaning like, they're kind of discrediting them right where they actually they're like content creators right it's just different eras. so did you who taught you like how to propel your social media was arvin kind of a brains behind like some of the content or did you guys go off each other where like doing collabs with each other like what was what was the push of like having that that limited group of people. Well, we definitely were doing shout for shout with each
1: other pretty frequently. And we and back then if I shouted you and you shouted me, I'd grow five thousand easily. And we would do that pretty consistently. And who grew the fastest? Um I mean over time Paige obviously took took the wheel on that. And then for a long time I was ahead of Joey and then he passed me. I mean it just kind of stayed like that for the rest of the time even currently now. Are you guys all still in contact? Yeah, or? I mean, I, I talked to Paige here and there. Joey, same thing here and there. I mean, we never were super close other than because we were on the same team. We obviously were having more interactions, but.
2: You guys all came up like you kind of exploded together. So there's, think, you yeah. have that history. And
0: yeah. when did you feel you got your most experience at content? I mean, I'm, I want to talk about the cars, the motorcycle, the, you know, the OC living. Like you became that guy. Like you had on, I, I don't, I mean, you used to wear like the, the suit, like the. The leathers? Did I see you in a leather suit with your motorcycle with the shirt off and all maybe, that? Maybe. I mean, I, <laughs> I
1: at that point I was just you know I guess trying to inspire people that whatever your goals and dreams are, you can get them if you want. I mean, you had hard Lamborghinis. Like. And by, by the time I was twenty five, that was that was my big like my last Lambo. Uh huh. And then I had obviously the GTR. That was at like twenty two. And then like six months later, I got the Raptor. And then I got a bike. And I was and just you start- wrapped all your. You were the first one to start wrapping all your cars, uh-huh. right? Yep, start wrapping them. Yep. Just living the life, man. I mean, even the social media content, like, you know, you see people pull up in the nice whips. I mean, I feel like I was one of the first ones to do it, if not the first, Yeah, you know, to do that, where when people started catching on, it's like, move on to something
0: different. And did you um, start pivoting to other business based on the social media? So, you know, the shreds thing, obviously that thing like came and went, right? Uh-huh. And then you became a coach, right? Yeah, so I mean,
1: even in the Shreds time, like people were messaging me left and right, like, "Oh, I look like you," you, or, or, uh, "Yeah, can you coach me, or can you give me a diet, or whatever." So then I just took it upon myself to get a, you know, get a certification, and then I started offering meal plans. So in the Shreds time, the main income was pretty much. um, I worked for Flavor God. I don't know if you remember that company. And then them, and then I had some clothing sponsors. But when I was with Lifid, I remember one time he's like, "How much is he paying you?" And I said, "I think I said like five grand a month." And he's like, "I'll give you seven if you leave." And I was like, "Okay, well that's a no brainer." i'm leaving if it
0: was the big brand back then yeah i mean and they weren't really Randall paying anyone big, big right? like that yeah, yeah
1: exactly so he really wanted it where like everyone was just with that company but i mean they were paying us so much money it, didn't really matter were they moving that much product like supplement wise yeah i mean stupid amounts i mean even flavor guy i remember when, Ch- when chad would up, do a sale and he'd just show me his his paypal account and it's just like bing, bing 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 but i've just had this conversation with one of my friends back then the reason it's so different now is there was more consumers back then when i was doing what i was doing you were barely getting started you obviously do it full force now so a lot of kids that you know are doing it now they weren't doing it back
0: then. very limited social media very, very limited
1: Which to me, like now that I've been in it so long, it's still inspiring me that I know that I influenced so many people to think they have an opportunity to get on a platform. So for me, it makes me feel good to know there is a lot, but then now we have to compete with more people and it's oversaturated for, you know, content purposes and trying to sell a product and all those
0: things. So did it become difficult being trapped in social media? Like, did you feel your whole life became okay, how can I create? an image or a video that gets more traffic than the last one
1: yeah i think you're always doing that i, mean, I, I feel that
0: way honestly Right yeah now
1: i mean i still to this day not as bad as before i mean if it didn't get a certain amount of likes in a certain amount of time i'd be pissed off i would take it down you know i would we'd do that all the time you know instead of just like why why does it matter that much and no one no one really gives a fuck but you and how hard was it to create the captions and Um, at that time, I mean, you know, Chad helped me with a lot of the captions and wrote really, I mean, he was my best friend. He knew my life and he was really good with his words and stuff. So he'd help me with a lot of them. Or we were just, I was just putting, you know, how I felt at that time. You know, I was trying to be as transparent as I could. And again, motivate, you know, the people following me to,
0: to reach. What was your family's reaction to all this, like. Fame and... Um, I mean, I guess they were along for the not- ride, too, you know, because my mom was a part of Shreds, too. They brought her on, oh, so... okay. What did your mom do for the company? She was just an
1: ambassador, so she okay. was promoting the, the product. She works and, out, obviously. Yeah, right? and she was in phenomenal shape at that, that time period in her life, too. I mean, she's still in great your shape. Your mom
0: was with you at the Olympia when I saw her. Yeah, because, I mean, she was, when, she when was you one were of the SOS? ambassadors, so... Okay.
1: She was doing, like, the, you know, selling the bottles or stuff like that, so she was always a part of it.
0: Yeah, crazy.
2: Wow. I didn't... I, didn't, I, didn't, I mean, I knew... I just never knew at what magnitude it got to.
0: Yeah, and when, so when Shred started to kind of fade out, you know, I know this is this thing that in one of these commercials I saw, and the guy is screaming at you about chopping your pictures. What what's up with the about trapping what shopping like oh, yeah, pictures yeah. Are like
1: you know it's funny is I, I talked about this last time too is you know um, when I was with Shreds they their editors were changing my photos initially <laughs> they were the <laughs> ones modifying them right and I'm like damn I look good you know like shit you know and <laughs> some, most of the photos that you might I not I, even know like damn I look that good
0: <laughs> <laughs> this happened in the <laughs> magazines too if of you course. remember. That w- There was a lot of blown up, like, like muscular development, you used to see these blown up, like the angle of the, yeah. the lens, especially per binel. like they would have these certain angles with these big lenses that would just make me look like <laughs> monstrous, right? So I think that became like the thing. A lot of people were shocked, like changing their images. And a lot of people were like, why are you doing that? That's not real. And this and that. And I mean, this is what social media became a little bit, right? I just, mean, do people even talk about it now? And I feel like it's worse
1: now than it ever was before. Mm-hmm. I mean, girls are getting BBLs and they're still photoshopping their stuff. So then what's the point of the surgery? You know, so I feel like, but no one really talks about it. I mean, not the, the way that they were then. And I think a lot of the things that happened with shreds and even for my personal self or Joey or Paige, people put it on such a crazy pedestal because they were, they weren't, I feel like they weren't smart enough to know the business side of things to have the certain things that we were doing. So they were just like mind blown that we were doing things that, were, like, deceitful. You guys were him. the
2: first people to kind of... Yeah, like, I
1: you mean, the I, fame came you know, even it. I look at it, like, for online coaching, like, most, if not all people have a team working for them. Like, think about the first thing The Rock says when he takes his award. He thinks millions of people under him. You know, so, I mean, if you want to have a successful business, I mean, do you do Jay Color by yourself? No. You know, so I I, I think people are just... Not everyone comprehends how a successful business works, and so in their head, they're like, you you tricked us.
0: Yeah, and I think, you know, for you, like, you've, you've been through the coaching process, you know, the online stuff. And now you've pivoted to being a mentor. Correct. And I see you post on Instagram, uh, how, how I can help you create a revenue Correct. from social media. So now you're going back, which a lot of people don't know you're an original creator, you run these advertisements. I mean, how has that been for you to transition now? Um, because, you know, you don't do as much. I mean, I, we're well, talk about the dogs too, but you you have mentorship now, so talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I mean, um, I hired a mentor
1: myself, and we came up with, um, you know, me working in that space for social media. You know, like it, like we talked about, it's oversaturated with a lot of fitness people. And I'll tell you right now, like when I first started fitness to now, I mean, you you may be different than me or may feel the same, but like my passion for it and obsession then is not the same now. I still love to work out, but it's not like I don't eat and breathe it. You know, I want to still have nice foods. I want to have a balance. I didn't do those things. I was really just sheltered. So. Um, you know, to pivot off that, um, as far as now, I'm losing my train of thought. What were you asking me again? Sorry. The, the
0: mentorship. Oh,
1: okay. So, you know, for me, with the saturation of online coaching, like, obviously, at this point, you know, people know I offer it. So I need to get something that's different than what everyone else is doing. And
0: not a lot of people are offering a mentorship, right? We spoke about this. We spoke about how saturated everyone is an online trainer Correct. now, right? Correct. I'll sell you a meal plan or a workout program. Yep. How, how can you better yourself? So this is what the mentorship Correct. is, so right? Correct. So it's
1: essentially teaching somebody that maybe still isn't on the level they need to to make the Right types of money, so maybe their posting schemes aren't right. Maybe they're not putting up the right types of content, or maybe they know nothing about the the platform at all. But they want to get on there and have an opportunity, just like everyone else does. So essentially, that's what I'm teaching them: the ins and outs of what it takes to use social media on a consistent basis to make money.
0: You mentioned social media that include TikTok or I, I do
1: put that in my mentorship. TikTok okay. and Instagram are my two main sources. I just recently started u- utilizing YouTube Shorts, which is just um, works the reels. And so I'm essentially taking a reel and a TikTok and a, a YouTube and putting them all on the same platform at the same time. Yeah, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, no, we, we, just put we, we had
2: we put one up with of him and Ronnie, and I look at it now and it's it's approaching. It's over six hundred thousand views. Yeah, see, we I only, mean, we only many, have seventeen thousand subscribers.
1: Yeah, how many subscribers
2: did you get off that? I, I, I don't, I don't know the exact numbers, but like at night now, I've noticed like I'll. But if I'm on YouTube you'll go to the reels area and you'll see a lot of really funny stuff and you just scroll through them. It's better than watching a whole video. And then if you like it, you click it and it directs you. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's a very valuable. I mean, valuable every time tool. I
0: see you're filming content though, like you're the guy in the gym and, and listen, the thing, crazy thing is, is like, we met like kind of few bear, right? A mutual friend. Pretty like, much. Really, first conversation. Like, I remember he like literally gave us each other a phone number. and He says, Hey, he, you're moving to Vegas. So you migrated to vegas is there a reason that you migrated to vegas versus orange county yeah i mean i obviously i'd lived in orange
1: county from what 19 to 27 i think and i think i was just tired of the people i was around i just wanted a fresh start and so for me i could live wherever really so it's just a matter of like where did i see myself otherwise and i knew like you lived out and this here. is
0: pre-pandemic i mean oh, This, yeah. is, this how, is long have you, how long have you been here now it'll be four years in november yeah. Okay. So it was 2017 is when I moved here. And I remember he he's like, hey, this we're good people, like yep. link up. And I think you were training at Lift Factory at the time. I think you came out and trained there. But, uh, you know, how was the transition moving from Orange County? Because, listen, I came from Orange County. And, listen, it's still the best weather in the world. And, you know, people come here in the summers, reach the highest points these months, July, August. Uh, like, you know, you had your cars and, you know, I know you have your Jeep and whatever else. Maybe you could do some more off-road here. but. Like, was the transition easier? Was it better or worse than you thought? I mean, it wasn't too bad. I mean, I knew it was hot here. You know, I've obviously was... You came visiting. back and forth, yeah. Yeah, I've
1: been here enough, obviously, through Olympia, and then Tyler was living here, so I stayed with him a couple times. So there was only a few places that I would have relocated, and then I thought to myself, Vegas isn't far from California if I ever decided this didn't work out for me and I wanted to go back.
0: And you still go back and forth as it is. Yeah, and it's
1: a, quick, it's a quick trip. And to me, I don't really care for the beach that much. I mean, I like it, but I mean, I've lived on the beach for years and I never went to I it. never went
0: when I lived there, which yeah, is crazy. I feel like you
1: value things when you're not. So
2: in your opinion, what's like the pros and cons of Vegas versus California?
1: <clears throat> um, I mean, I guess you could say the people too. I mean, I feel like things that are so normalized here aren't as normalized in LA. At least I never was around it to feel that way. Um, me give me an example. You know, I mean, it, we could be talking about relationships, how people live their life, you mm-hmm. know, the the party aspect of things, people not really having a normal schedule. Yeah. You know, I mean, even for the gym. Here it's just a free-for-all. Yeah, it's just a free-for-all. You know,
0: I feel, I'm, and this is from the outside and knowing you for, I feel like you've gotten comfortable who you are compared to a few, like it's less show and like now your business and keeping to yourself a little more. Do you feel that way?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, maybe that's getting older too. And then- yeah. um, Just wanting to inspire people on a different level. And then also, you know, maybe the shifts in how social media has evolved. I mean, to be on the platform for 11 years, you have to keep changing with the things like we talked about it just being a picture. Now it's a video. And I think the content being consumed now to what the content was being consumed back then was more motivation. And now it's more informative. And so I'm trying to provide value. And so when I post, that's what I'm thinking. What what am I doing or when I'm posting, what kind of value am I providing to the viewer? And
0: you, how often do you have like certain content days that you have a schedule or, I mean, do you just kind of go with the flow a little bit? I mean, I mean, obviously, you know, sometimes your days get busy
1: and I'm the one that posts. No one runs my account, but me, I've never really had anyone run my account because they just don't feel comfortable that mm-hmm. they're going to run it the same way. So I try to stick, I mean, I've had variety right now it's three a day and I'm posting consistently consistently. There's sometimes three I can't get, Is there a
2: methodology to that like why why do you do 3 3 <laughs> posts a day?
1: I mean the more you post the more you grow, right? Algorithms. Or yeah, I and mean, just being more exposure and then everything I post is reels. I mean I, I can't even tell you the last time I posted a picture. And you make
0: money off the reels though, correct? Yeah, only
1: the way that you get the reels and
0: and again, this is stuff that I would teach
1: in my mentorship that people don't know about, but the two criteria you taught me. I mean we <laughs> sat it in the gym, remember that yeah. day and we looked at yeah. my
0: reels and
1: yeah, and there's just so many different things that people just overanalyze, but it's being in the United States, so if you don't even live in the United States, you can't even get it. And then the other one is have a business or creator profile, and then you just have to wait. I don't have it. I don't know you know i don't know too many big creators that have it but then if they give it to us we're going to get all these views and get this money so you know, it's crazy i
2: have that it's they they'll i'll get a thing will pop up every once like in a while a bonus and it will. and there. it'll say
0: if you get this we'll pay you and yep. then i'll do it and they won't pay me yeah <laughs> so i'm like but how do you come up with these crazy reels uh, that you do especially these at, funny ones
1: they're they are tiktok and i find them on there and then i just so they're my, trends some of them are, or some that I see, and I think that I could do it better, and just more of a creative space where I, you know, create the content and have a good eye for it. I've always, you know, told myself content is king. So when I'm in the gym filming the content, I'm I'm already way ahead, but I just I feel like I'm never ahead enough. Where
2: do
0: you find all these girls, man? <laughs> That's what I want to know. You know, what's know. funny. I actually I actually see him at gym because yeah. I usually go later yeah. at night,
2: yeah. and he's in there at night when no one else because the gym closes early. Yeah, yeah. And he's in there with his his light and he's filming and.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just either DM them, and just ask them if they want to collab, and then they're down. And that's just kind of how it goes. And, it, and You I teach that in your coaching, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't you teach always been that. a woman
0: guy, man. Like, man. What's the story? Well, like? that's
1: what I'm saying. Like, when I grew up, I feel like I always got along better with females than I did males. I don't know if it's maybe the conversations. No, and, you know what it is? What is it? It's the it?
0: Frenchies, bro. It's <laughs> the Frenchies. They, they love the Frenchies. And I want to ask you about the Frenchies. So you breed Frenchies. Correct. And you bring these dogs. I've seen them in the gym. Amazing. I've been to your house and I saw all the puppies there. How many litters do you have in a year's time? Um, Well, I'm up to uh, like nine females now that I have.
1: So the most they would have is two in a year, one to two. So, you know, give or take anywhere between nine to 18 litters. Three of them are retired now. So technically I only have six
0: that are, you know, actually being bred. How do you not get attached to these dogs, man? Because I have nine already. I
2: know. I couldn't do that. It'd be hard.
0: But you bring, there was a couple at the gym you brought for quite some time. And I remember one of them had an incident with the back or. Yeah, she just, well, they have weird vertebrae. So if they jump up and down the,
1: you know, off the, it could be the couch. It can be anything that's just jumping down. And yeah, it was like seven grand to get that whole thing. The MRI was 2,500 bucks. And then the surgery alone was five grand. I didn't even 2,500 for a human. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm like, how do people afford this? Like, you know, and how do
0: the how do people find out about the Frenchies? Do you have a website for it? Or you just I just do it have my Instagram, yeah, just
1: my Instagram page, which is the Worldwide Frenchies, and then obviously right. I promote them online. But I feel like I've been doing the Frenchie thing, like having them for so long that people just know I have them. And their bloodline's good, and yeah, uh-huh. I work with some of the top breeders out here in uh-huh. Vegas too, so you know I've always got good compliments from all my buyers that you know they're getting healthy pups and all that kind of stuff. Do you just
2: do you sell them local, or do you ship them all over the? Um, world? I
1: have I have a nanny service that I've been working with for like three years, and essentially what they do is they'll, they they probably someone that gets a deal for their flights and they just come pick up the dog from me fly to wherever their local airport is and then drop it off and then they collect payment from them. Wow. How many do you have at your home right now?
0: <coughs> I have uh 14. And I, how many are for sale? Nine are mine and then four for sale. You know Angie always wanted one. You know she used to always yeah, Before she, I knew you, bro, Angie would always be like, "Look at these dogs. Look at." And I'm like, "We have two Yorkies, you know, and like it's we travel with them everywhere." And she's like, I just want one. I just want one. And I know she used to hit you up about mm-hmm. the dogs, right? Yep, and uh, I don't. Everyone seems to have a lot of Frenchie's now. Is that where Ross has a Frenchie too? Mm-hmm. Or, he got is it it one of yours. Okay.
2: Yep. What's the what, what's the the draw to Frenchie's versus different dogs?
0: I mean, for me
1: personally, they're super mellow and lazy, and I don't have a ton of time for myself, so I don't want a dog that I have to like walk. And it's in Vegas, minutes. it's so hot. I mean, they can't even be out in hot weather. So I just I feel like they're lazy, and so I have to do. <laughs> I don't <laughs> have to do. How it, many but...
0: actually sleep in the bed with you? One. Okay.
2: Is that the one that always comes to gym with you? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see her in there. I've seen a couple in the gym, though. I've always seen the, well, I've seen you, I've seen you training people with what one's hanging out of your, out of your hoodie. Oh, yeah, when I would have, I
1: would have some puppies, I'd We were in the gym
2: one day, and he's just training, I look over, and he's got a a little head hanging out the side of his, (laughs) uh, the side of his, uh, what's it
0: called? Any new projects in the works right now, or? Um,
1: I've been putting my focus on, like I said, the mentorship, and then really trying to find ways to, to grow my, you know, my platform, and that's why I said, like, the reels are so important right now to grow you know if it comes to social media like posting on the reels that's where the growth is i just started a new page and it's devon physique workouts and all i'm posting on there is workout videos and their reels and just this month alone i've grown 30k so every time you work out do you film i try to you know i'm I'm doing about three days a week right now obviously i'm lean so i'm where i want to be so i'm trying to maximize the content and how do you how do you lean down your physique because i feel you're lean all the time um, I mean, I, like we talked about, I don't really ever get fat, so I feel like I'm... Do you do cardio now? I know you did Six days before. a week, 45 okay. minutes. And do you eat in an, in an out burger
0: still? One, at least once a week. Sometimes okay. I add a couple extra ones in there and just don't tell the coach. You have a coach, right? I do, yeah, Andy. Oh, okay, Andy's your coach. Yeah. Okay. Andy's been... You train on the newbie or... No, he no, newbie. He, he just does my diet. Yeah. Sorry, we go ahead. Yeah, a little technical difficulty. So, um, yeah, so the diet, um, I was just telling Devin that... You know, I don't think anyone could tell me how to eat now. You know what I mean? I, I know how to get my body in shape, and you still feel like you need to take in a x amount of calories on certain days. I, I be- always believed in, like, a zigzag diet, meaning, like, you would have to have days where you eat a lot more or a lot less on certain days to develop the physique. And, I mean, you're going to revert back. I mean, I like I said, you're a lean guy, so... You feel stringy when you don't cheat on your diet here and there, right? So yeah, once if I eat too clean, I feel like I, I get really. Lean and you really have clean. no no thought process of ever getting back on a stage again, right? I mean, obviously you went for the tattoos, and I mean, what? Tell me a little bit behind the tattoos. I mean, is there a meaning to what? I mean, no all my tattoos on? have you know some start of a meaning for something, but as far as the amount,
1: I mean, just kind of I got 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 one. Did you get month. your first one? First one was nineteen. And I got it on my back. And then I got my uh, my little Bible scripture in the front. And I had those for a while. And I was at 19. And my mom was like, when she found out, she was like
0: in tears crying. Because my mom doesn't have any tattoos. And she's not a big fan of them either. My, my mom told me, please never get any tattoos. That's what she told me. So I'm, I've You know, right I now.
1: saw this funny thing on TikTok today. And I was like, uh, my body is my temple. I would never get a tattoo. And then they <laughs> show a temple. And there's fucking like like all these murals everywhere that looks <laughs> yeah, like nothing yeah, yeah. but tattoos. <laughs> Yeah, it's I did my
2: first one when I was 14. Really? I built a tattoo gun out of my Walkman and my mom smacked me in it? the face.
1: Oh, I think you showed me that <laughs> one. Yeah, I see. The one on your knuckle, right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I,
2: I took my Walkman and I broke it and I built a tattoo gun and I tattooed myself and oh. I hid it for my mom. And one day I was doing dishes.
1: She
0: saw. So and do you have and, yeah. Do you actually have an artist in Vegas that you use? Or? I have a couple that I go okay. to out
1: here, but I've always been like, whatever I'm getting, I'm going to go to who I think's the best for what I need, versus sticking to a, you know, the same artist for everything. Do you have any
2: place left anymore?
1: I have like a little bit on one leg, and then what else? My stomach and my back. That's. You it. think
0: a lot of people, fo- some people follow you for your tattoo art also. I mean, I'm sure they're looking at because I mean, people follow me for sneakers, for you know, obviously, you know, the dogs, the cars, like. All that stuff, not just bodybuilding, so I've kind of got a broad audience now, and did you feel that like that that put out some sort of statement when you started getting tattoos like i mean I would have, I would have,
1: I would assume so I mean obviously it made me stand out more than anyone because most people in fitness aren't covered in tattoos. I mean, as the years have gone on, you obviously see like the more normalization of people having them yeah but i was i i never I never did anything other than doing what I wanted to do like if they liked it cool if they didn't, cool, yeah. you know. I just got the tattoos because I liked them.
2: I got my first professional one when I was 16, and back then, that was before Dennis Rodman was all tatted up. So when I would play sports, it wasn't allowed, so they would take tape. The referees would put tape over the tattoos because you weren't allowed to play with them in high school.
1: Damn, that's crazy.
2: Yeah, and now it's like, you look, there's kids tatted from head to toe in high school now. Yep. It's completely different.
1: Yeah, it's just more normalized. The so where
2: else are you going to get done? Is there any other work I, you're going to
1: Um I mean, finish my leg, really, and then the stomach and the back would be something that would go last. But, you know, with fitness, those are two parts that when I'm doing content, you know, I'm too scared to cover. What if it, you know, jeopardizes me having my back, being able to look a certain way? So I've just kind of refrained. And then my stomach, I mean, then what, are you going to be able to see my abs? Probably not. Mm-hmm.
2: Is there any that you're going to get covered up? Like, you're like, damn, I wish I didn't do
1: No, this. I have one tattoo on my back that I got covered years and years ago, and that was my first tattoo. And it was more so because the quality wasn't that good. But aside from that, I don't have any covered ones.
0: How many people still come up to you and uh, talk about, like, social media early on?
1: You know, what's funny is as I've gotten older now, I'm, you know, at 32, I, I have to remember there's some people that have never heard of shreds. You know, that generation's coming in where they don't they haven't really heard of who we were. So, um, you know, like I said, I've been around for a long time. So I think the biggest compliment I get is like, oh, man, you're like an OG.
0: You, you know, you were one of my first uh, fitness inspirations. And then it just re-reminds me like how. I think your reels would be more, like you'd get more attention now when you're out and about. Like when you go out in Las Vegas, do people oh, see and your so, videos? Yeah, so in Vegas, I, the main thing is like, oh, you're that TikTok guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the big thing. I get more notoriety uh, where I go now, and especially in Vegas um, with TikTok. And that's because- TikTok shoots your videos to where you're, wherever you're located first. Like those are the people that are seeing your stuff. And I've seen like do you, I don't know if you've seen the Bears friends with the the Scott family, the two the the chick and the uh, older. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they're huge Roger, on TikTok. Yeah, Roger. Yeah. yeah, they're huge on TikTok. He and, lived here, you know. Yeah. He worked with Angie at the beach. And I used to see Club, yeah. between my videos and theirs, we were kind of growing at the same time. The difference is that they banned me and they didn't ban them. But um, they're from Vegas and now they live in OC. But I used to see their videos all the time. And they're full time content creators, yeah, I believe. And I don't I don't think that's how they started. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it goes back to what I'm saying. Like those people, when I was doing what I was doing, they were working normal jobs, you know, and now they have these opportunities with TikTok and all these other places. They're not doing
0: their normal jobs anymore. Could you ever not be an entrepreneur at this point? No, I, I can never work for somebody. There's no way.
2: It's tough. Once once you've worked for yourself, you can never. Was that your, I desk. mean,
0: was that like a a position that you took on early on once you like learned the social media say, you know what? This is just going to the moon. For well, me. I guess
1: on top of that too, the tattoos. Right, once I started getting certain tattoos, those were obviously frowned upon. Still, even now, what jobs could I really get with all the tattoos that I have? You know, there's Surprises. certain ones. There's a lot now. Yeah, so I mean, lot. but but would it be something that I would enjoy doing? You know,
2: when I was younger, I wanted to get my I wanted to get full sleeves and get everything done, and I was always afraid it would affect me one day because back in the 90s, it could affect you. But now you can go to a, a restaurant, and someone's covered for their neck down, and they're your wait, waiter. Yeah. You'll go see a, a lawyer, and, and when they're in the gym, they're completely covered. They might not be covered beyond their wrist. Yeah, correct. But or a surgeon or whatever, it's like it's normal now to be tatted up. It doesn't affect you like it once did.
0: Exactly. Yeah, I agree. How was how the transition to Vegas been, though? Do you do anything that you didn't <laughs> do and. In- Orange County, like is there I would something-
1: say, the, the big difference is, is definitely way less friends here, which is fine. I'm in a different state of my life, and you know, being older, where I don't care to have I have a lot of acquaintances mm-hmm. and I have a lot of acquaintances for certain things. I have friends that I go out with, I have my genuine friends, I maybe have friends that I go do random fun stuff with, but that's all it is. It doesn't really, I don't have a lot of friends that I'm you know, having deep conversations with. Um, and that's fine for me. You know, I, I, I stick to myself. I like being out here again. I came out here with the purpose of like picking and choosing who my friends are. So I don't consume the wrong types of, of people and, and mm-hmm. stay off track. And obviously it's, it's hard. It's, it's
0: not the easiest you could sit here and say, don't get sidetracked. Do we all get sidetracked for things? I mean, yeah. It was, it's so funny when I moved out here, my friends from Orange County, like, you're going to hate it. You're going to move back. And here I am 20 years I'm later. And I'm still here, which is crazy, because I thought, you know, maybe they're right, right? Because Orange County, I felt, was like the best place in the world to live. Obviously, California's had its downside the last couple years. But in the end, I say to Matt all the time, like, the weather ideally is for me there. Um, And I don't really enjoy the nightlife of Vegas. I mean, obviously, at my age, it's different, not to say I never have. But I feel we have the best restaurants. I mean, I'm sure you're still a guy that likes to eat and the gym. The gyms have accepted you really well here, it seems like. I mean, you found a home at – you mostly train at Fit Club, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's all I train at. And you're allowed to kind of do what you do there, and, you know, it's your job, right? Creating yeah. the content.
1: And that's what I'm saying. I keep to myself I, – I, I'm at a point now where, like, if it's not benefiting me and my goals, like, why am I doing it, you know? Otherwise, yeah. I'd rather just be fixated on those things. Even if it's those late nights going to the to gym, set up the tripod. You know, I'll find some kids, too, that are in Fit Club that I, they look hungry – and I'm like, hey, you want to shoot content with me? I'll shoot you. You shoot me. You get a free, free content <laughs> yeah. out of it. It works every time. Yes. And, and they get inspired by it, too. And that's one thing that I do pride myself on. I feel like most people that hang out with me, the first thing they say is, man, you inspired me to go do X, Y, and Z. So I, I give out an aura that makes them feel that way. And that's what I want to do, even for the young ones. Like I want them, everyone to make money. You know, there's enough to go around. So, and that's another reason why I like that mentorship. Like I genuinely feel passionate about it. You know, I've spoken in front of my mentors, people for one of his courses. And it was the first time that I spoke in front of something where I had zero fear. I wasn't nervous. You know, when you're a kid and you're doing, um, you know, presentations, you're having to memorize stuff, right? I'm not having to memorize this. I I eat, sleep and breathe this, you know? So when I'm telling them, you're talking about, yeah. And I know that they're not going to tell me something. I don't know.
0: Is this all around fitness though?
1: No, it's, it's generalized. Okay. Like I've dissected the platforms. Like I mean, I've grown TikTok to 1.1 million. They banned me half a million. They banned me 250. Like I'm coming. What my funny videos? You know, some of them cross the line or something. In their eyes, you know, they're very, very sensitive. And so, Instagram, none of my videos have ever gotten taken down. It's just they are very selective. I think once they had that issue with something with China, they had they realized they were not doing the, the certain restrictions on things and kids were seeing things they weren't supposed to see. Mm-hmm. But, you know, people are breastfeeding on there and the nipples hanging out. But that's cool. You know, but a girl in a, you know, a bikini that shows a little extra skin is not. So just certain guidelines. You don't really know the answers to certain things. Yeah. is
2: your is your tiktok up and running normal now? i just i
1: took six months off because i was just so annoyed that they kept banning me so i just started a new one recently um but i mean even when i had that a million account we talked about it like you know they were paying me for the views i would get up to like six grand a month so i mean think about that like that's six grand they just took from me just because they banned my account you know and so that's the shitty part about you know you put your time and effort into these platforms for them to take it from you 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 have
2: any do you have any like prod like any like any companies that you work with that you own that you connect to it or just the, the no, training? just,
1: I mean, everything right now at this point is just me, you know, I, I mean, I don't work with the supplement company. I don't have any other like side brand
0: deals. So it's really just everything I'm doing right now is just for me. With your injury. Tell me about your pack injury. I remember seeing on Instagram, bro. And like ever you did the whole dreaded. Yeah. Know, I think that was twenty twenty fifteen
1: 2015 or 2016. I was bulking at the time. I was like 200 pounds and we how were heavy at, at dumbbells were It was those? 150s each hand. And the, it was at that YMCA in Huntington. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, 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 it was yeah, a dope yeah. gym. Um, my buddy just spotted me wrong. I had my elbows flared out and snap, we go. How, how I mean, how? It didn't hurt though. You know, I didn't know what to do. Shock, so I didn't move. The, yeah. yeah, And we went to the, the ER and he was moving in. I'm like, you supposed to be doing that? And he's like, yeah, you're fine or whatever. And so they pretty much told me I need to get surgery. And if I don't, um, then it's going to heal up on its own. And it's not, you're not going to be able to pull the tendon back because it's going to like recoil so tight that you can't do it so um but he's like if you get the surgery you're looking at about a year's recovery and i was like fuck i ain't taking a year off from the gym i'll take my chances and he said you know ufc fighters do it all the time um you just can't tell you what your strength did level you is. like tear it off or
2: yeah like so it
0: completely uh, ruptured off the tendon yeah he showed the video over and over yeah. i actually remember the day he, it was on instagram like the next day and i'm like damn this is crazy Tore the pack. I mean, and it was crazy that we were filming that day that it happened too. I mean, I was kind of thinking, this stupid kid, you know? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Because I'm like, damn, he's pushing those heavy bells, and I mean, you weren't super big. Yeah. Shit, I toyed with those, you know what I mean? But I was 300. And that was my
1: second set too. The first one was nice and clean, but again, like my buddy just didn't spot me right, and it just was downhill from there. I think
2: about that all the time now. Every time I go to grab a dumbbell, like, is this
0: going to be the one? (laughs) I've, I've, you know, I've had the tie. Didn't that other
1: kid? I don't know his name. Um, He was training with Larry Wheels. I remember when I saw the video. Yeah, uh, uh,
0: the social media kid uh, Ryan Ryan, uh, from UK. Yes, and he did pretty much the same injury, just on the incline bench. It yeah, it rolled. Was way too much weight though. I mean, I've seen it a million times, but like, how did that affect you though? It
1: didn't really. I mean, I was out of the gym for like a month. And then I was in. Like Why didn't a, you
0: get the surgery, man? You just didn't want to be down, or yeah, I just and it was hella expensive too. And you know what's you know what's
1: fucked is I got I got an insurance. My da- the one thing my dad did for me in my life was he kept me on his insurance. And then I got my own. And I kid you not, the day before my insurance was active, that injury happened. And I went there, and they're like, "Oh, it doesn't start till tomorrow." So my bill was like astronomically high. It didn't even make I'm sense. 30,000. 30, <laughs> 30,
0: it was 30,000 for my bicep surgery because I had insurance, but I had to pay a deductible of 5K at the time. Yeah. And it cost me 30. It was a $30,000 bill to yeah, bring yeah, so my bicep Yeah, so when
1: you get the insurance, there's a start date. And so the start mm-hmm. date was already too late for the surgery. I'm like, go figure. That would happen to me. Ugh. And so I just, you know, I mean, it hasn't affected me. You know, I don't lift heavy. It doesn't heavy. affect your training at all no, or anything? I mean, you may-
0: don't do chest like that anymore, do you? No,
1: I mean, I maybe go to 100 max. I mean, I lift pretty light for the most part, you know, so I've, I haven't noticed it. You know, it's not like I'm flexing or doing you shows. Do you love
0: to train now, though? Like, is it something that
1: if you don't train, do you miss it? Or I definitely think it's it, a part. it's a part of my life where I do it. I mean, even the days that I don't feel like training, it's still a part of me. I feel like I need to do it to do it because it's... A part of my day, but like I told you earlier, the passion. I used to go twice a day, obsessed with it, making sure my meal. I didn't miss meals. If I see candy in my fridge, I I eat it. You know, like I don't think twice about it. I'm not going over crazy about it. And same thing with the training. If I feel like I need to take two days off, I take two days off. So just more about I think just more balance in my life. As you get
0: older, you always do, right? I mean, yeah. We don't train. I don't. We don't train like we. There's there's times where I won't train
2: for a couple days in a row, and then there's times where you train hard and. But even when we go train sometimes like every once in a while I'll be like I want to go grab the bigger dumbbells and he's like don't yeah. do it
1: don't do it don't do but it. But again, I'm not doing a show, so what's incentivizing me that I feel yeah. the need to go push that next envelope for other than my pictures and I honestly I like how I look, so I'm fine with that.
2: Yeah. I just like I just like moving weight. It just makes me feel I don't know, it just makes or and an that's ego. the thing, too. He's got an I, ego. Got an of course we do.
1: Because <laughs> I prefer the lighter weight and feeling the burn. You know, that's what I prefer. I feel like when I do heavy, yeah, I feel strong, but I don't feel like I completed myself. It, it's
2: weird. It's an ego, but it's like an it's like an ego. I don't know how to say this, like an internal. Like, if, if I was the only one in the gym, I would still do it. Not yeah. because I'm trying to show up, but it's not that heavy. But I just like, you know, when you're moving heavier weight, it just, the feeling you get from it, it just feels good.
1: Yeah. One of the guys asked me, like, what's your max for this? I'm like, honestly, bro, I don't think I've ever sat there and tried to max something because I don't really care how strong I am. I just want to look good. Yeah.
0: Is there anyone that impresses you on social media today? Or do you follow some of the newer, younger generation? Or do you follow any fitness? Like, you obviously know who workout people are now, right? Mm I mean, knowing me and, you know, seeing Regan Grimes out here and these kind of people. I mean, do do you feel like you know more about the fitness market than you know, prior or, I mean, obviously there's not really the, care. There's
1: more people at my level now than there used to be. And so I even learn from some people with certain things. But again, I always keep my mind open that I i don't know everything. Even if I've been on this platform for years, there's still going to be people that find out shit for different things. I have a good friend of mine that was inspired by me, and he's killing it now. And he's in the millions with followers. I don't know. Christian Felinor. Do you know that? Yeah, he yeah was? of course. He comes yeah, out here Yeah, he's a great kid. Yeah. I've known him since he was like young. He was barely on social media. was hungry. And I remember he's like, I, I want to get where you're at. And he's pretty much is at where he, I'm at. Is he a full-time influencer now? As far or? as I know, yeah. And I mean I've learned we've had conversations and it's crazy. Like the conversations we used to have, he'd ask me questions. Now we're talking about same things. So now if, if, if
2: see my social media is not impressive. Right. So if I wanted to grow, it would be the first thing you would tell me to do? Post. <laughs> That's easy. I, yeah, I he, he, today. Posts, yeah, he posts. He yeah, like, posts a
0: lot of funny stuff like uh, I to, memes, yeah.
2: and I used to. I just, just don't. Well, I mean,
1: care. the main thing is like, what do you? What, what's your? What are you wanting to get on the platform for? And what? I, if,
0: I think he's kind of stuck on in Instagram, and I mean, he'll watch Instagram, and he won't I'll get any it. likes a lot of days. Like it, it goes way up and down. Like the algorithms. Crazy. You, know you
2: know, I was me and him talk about this. There's times where I'll post something on storyline, and it will get a hundred views, and I have like twenty five thousand followers. And then the next day, I won't post nothing. The next day it'll get two thousand. And it then the next day it'll be at eight hundred and then it'll drop to two hundred and then it'll be to twenty seven hundred. Is this on your story? Yeah. It's it's completely yeah, it makes no sense every day.
1: So, one of the things that I noticed with that, and I do it very often, is I'll wait a complete 24 hours of no stories. So, meaning like there's just a the plus button, and then I'll start with like an engagement post or something that gets people. Reset to, it. And for some reason, I, I've seen an influx of like maybe one day I only have 10K, and then an influx of like I have 80,000, 100,000. I'm like, where the fuck did these come from? Yeah. Do you buy stories every day? No.
2: You don't I, don't. I just don't care.
1: I've noticed no, that if you're no. consistently posting every day, the views aren't as high. No. Because But you know, what
2: he's saying there, I have seen that where like I've shown crazy. them where they're nothing and I wait a whole day uh-huh, and, and then I'll get, post something and then boom, it'll be at 500 in an hour. Yeah, crazy influx. And it, it almost seems like Instagram will block it and they won't let all well, your fans. And the other see thing it.
1: is like when you use links, you're essentially telling the viewer to, to get leave, off get of off, Instagram. Yeah. Why would Instagram that want that? You know, so they're gonna they're gonna pigeonhole how much views you
0: get. I've noticed
2: that, like when we'll do a podcast, if you put a link up for it, say, hey, go check this out. You'll see it'll only be like two or three hundred. Yep. And then you wait the next day, and then boom, it's at.
1: And this wasn't a thing back in the day, like the chronological order and how things are. You know, they're they're definitely smarter in the sense of like you're gonna pay us if you want more reach. Yeah, you
0: can't do swipe up anymore.
1: Yeah, that's not even an no, option. It's just a. You it's a link. The thing. Yeah. yeah, it's the link now. Yeah,
2: but I understand why if you're if you're trying to drive traffic to YouTube. Why do they want you to, why are they going to show this? So you leave their platform and, and go to, to someone, someone else? So yep. you're promoting another company.
1: So an alternative would be like DM me, you know, because now it's not showing the link there. It's just having someone message you privately and they stay on the app. And that's what Instagram wants.
2: Yeah. I've, I've heard that from people that have gotten shadow banned <coughs> where if they post certain websites, yep. they, that's a good point. I do a
0: lot it. of links on my um, stories a lot. And, and do, that's why I always it? just put Linktree do, for yeah. everything
1: and hope that when I'm promoting what I'm promoting they understand to go to the Linktree and pick the one that's yeah. according.
2: You know what it is. So people are lazy though. Yeah. They don't want to have to click that and click this. They want it right there. Right there, there. correct. Yeah. But I mean it's just I guess it's just the game you got to play. Now, I'm going to try that one day. I'm going to post nothing and I'm going to do just a link and I'm going to do nothing else for 24 hours and see where the numbers are.
0: So, your mentorship is there priced to a certain length of time or how does it work? Yeah,
1: so it's six weeks. Um, You know, it's for a six week course, it's a thousand bucks. And again, I, I, I do weekly Zoom calls with them. And then in between those Zoom calls every week, I work with them one-on-one through small calls and also, you know, voice messages and stuff like that on how they can grow their platform. But like I said, the reels is where it's at. I'm living proof with this Devon Physique Workouts program. I'm, I'm growing by the thousands. It's growing faster than my personal you know, and it's all reels. Gotta check it out. Yeah. It's all reels. Like, see, now I need to post reels. Just in the, I haven't posted anything but reels, and mm-hmm. I do about two a day. And right now, my, my in the last month, I've reached four million accounts on an account that has thirty thousand followers, and it's just insane. Every single day, I post now, and it's like boom, boom, boom. The views. What I what I noticed that I'm doing now is collabing. So I'm collabing Devin Physique workouts with Devin Physique. So now the it workouts is getting. They're both getting traffic at the same mm-hmm. time. And it shows on workouts that it's getting a bunch of traffic. So like yeah. if you have a secondary account, you can link them together so that they I post see that the same when time.
0: people have their, thing Let, I, it I did it for
1: the first time last week with one of the girls. She's like, let's try this collab. I'm like, all right, well I've never done it. So instead of posting a funny video with a girl and just tagging her in my caption, we did a collab and I got more views because she had a hundred thousand followers. And so it's just more of an, was that actually on Instagram? Or? Yeah. Okay. It, so now if, if you went to my page, it would say Devin physique and then it would say her name. Yeah. And then on her page, same thing, Devin. There's a, there's
2: a way you have to do that though, right? Yeah.
1: You, invite him as a collaborator and then you yeah. s- you uh, post and it'll, you'll get notified that he invited and then you, you click it
2: and then it shows on and both you pages. either
1: accept or decline
2: yeah, yeah we, we different brands I work with we have to tell the athletes it would be
1: equivalent about. to like instead of me and you posting the same content on the same day or like trading days we're just going to post it at the same time together and we're both going to get each
0: other's traffic yeah we'll get views Yep. What if the person's private though? I wonder if it makes a difference. I know, no, they probably
1: I, you probably wouldn't be able to get invited. I just I know you who, have to. Who go. Who has a private profile? Anymore. Angie does. Does she? Yeah. Why?
0: <laughs> I don't know. She has like almost a hundred thousand people, and she's still private. You know. Yeah.
2: She'd get more more views and more know, followers know, if know, she un- made it unprivate.
0: Yeah. We're learning. Yeah, so. I'm learning now. Now yeah, I need to, post more. I, like, need to see, post more. I need to post more than or page, two. Weeks. I'm gonna, I'm, so I know what I'm going to get you for your birthday. I'm going to sign you up to Devin's uh, yeah, mentorship. Yeah. See, like if you did my mentorship, the first
1: thing I would say is like you manage people, so you should be showcasing where, you're, like, kind of what you do with Regan when you travel and stuff. Like that's what that's what yeah. I would look at your page as because if you're managing people's accounts or helping them make money or whatever, the more people see you with the the right people, they're like, I need to work with him. But I don't want to work with more people. Yeah. <laughs> no. But but see, he's full. But it, yeah, but there's no problem still showing your life and going, no, you know it. what? I, I have a demand. I, yeah. I just don't have the space, but when it, you can get on my wait list, yeah. you know, and then when it, when it opens up and I want to do it, but if I'm not seeing that on your page, then how would yeah. I even know that, that that was even a thing? I never knew you were a manager until you told me. Yeah. And then obviously your Instagram says manager, yeah. map. <laughs> but, but to me, I, no, your I page it. doesn't reflect manager of what? Yeah. You know, like who do you manage? Like I yeah. most people would put like, you know, like Hani would always put like Jake or he would put uh Phil Heath's coach or whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. in the in his bio because he wanted to obviously show that he coached him. So, you yeah. know, having those top people as like your you know, you show what's her face pretty frequently. Um, the Brazilian chick. Brazilian? Yeah. yeah. Yarishna. Yarishna Rishna, yeah. Uh, Puerto, yeah, Rican. Oh, yeah Puerto, Puerto Rican. Oh
2: Puerto Rican. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, anyone I do stuff with, if if something's worthy of posting it, I yeah, do. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, I you mean, know. that's that's how I, because I know you, that's how I would see yeah. your page as yeah. a representation My page of that. sucks. You hear this? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my make, page is garbage. We're going to make it better.
2: We're going to make my page, I'm going to hit 30,000. That's my new goal, and it's all because of Devin's going to make it
0: happen. Yeah, well, li- listen, dude, we appreciate you coming on and yeah, yeah, sharing for a little me. bit. We'd probably love to have you on again as you continue to uh, strive and Build this uh, mentorship. Make sure, you guys. If anyone's interested, make sure you guys check out uh, Devins Devin physique. physique and Devin Physique Workouts is the newest. Is the right? new Instagram, yeah. So go sure check you out his reels. Check out. Yeah, the reels, man. You test. have the funniest reels on on TikTok, <laughs> Instagram. Man. Oh my
2: god, I forgot what it, I was. I was. I forgot who I was with. They're like,
0: Hey, look at this guy's video. This girl farted or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, He trains at my gym. Well, <laughs> how, what, let's let's. What, what's the best one that you've done? You feel? Yeah, it has to be like a like. I just did a commercial with Angie, and it was uh. For my Amplify and she kicked me out of the house because I tried to snap my fingers and turn her into a different person. So like, what's your favorite collab you've Man, done, I've like- done
1: so many and I've had so many good ones. I think some of my best ones are when I do them by myself.
0: What was the one in the bathroom though? The girl went in the bathroom or something or you were in the bathroom or? I posted one going to the bathroom right recently. Yeah, I don't know. what. Like you, I was running I, through I, I, so, Dude, every day I see one. Yeah, I mean, I, how, who comes up with this stuff? You just threw a Honestly. chick up against the wall yesterday. Just, I saw <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I saw that, yeah, that we came up. But you around. said this is a trend because I don't see yeah, this yeah, anywhere so else. Yeah,
1: so the way that TikTok works is whatever you're liking, it's going to show you more of it. So I always tell people, like what you want to create content for. Because if you're liking funny stuff and you're doing fitness shit, you're not going to see any of that. So all the stuff I like is catered to what I'm trying to create. So I'll see posts like that. Like that one was, I literally just copied somebody and did mine what about
0: the one that you the girl was massaging you and then you massaged massage her. her and you were yeah, doing yeah so something I, else? I
1: just see that on instagram okay. and then either i see something <laughs> similar to that and then i just make it up better than they do maybe their quality is not good and i just keep thinking about you're on the bed with a girl and
2: you're like trying to grab on her and she farts <laughs> and yeah. freak out that was the recent one yeah, yeah. Oh man! You there was something ready. in the
0: car too, and you got in the jeep and something. I, I, there was so many good ones, man. <laughs> There's
1: one like when you get in the jeep after your girl, and the the seat was like closer, and I yeah, fall yeah, out, yeah. and the shoe flies out. Yeah. It is it is
2: funny though, because people afford me funny shit. Yeah, and uh, at least once a month, somebody will afford to be like, "Hey, look at this one," and I'm like. I know him, yeah, <laughs> I've yeah, seen yeah. that one already.
1: And, you know, I like being goofy, so I think that's why I like doing the videos. I, I enjoy making people laugh, and then I enjoy doing them, you know, and so that's why I you do You don't him.
0: seem like that type of guy, though. When you walk in the gym, dude, you're pretty serious about, yeah. like, what you're doing and what you're going on. But and- most
1: people that know me like that, they know that, like, I'm that way. You know, I'm goofy. I, I like to laugh. See, I have a-
2: I used to always post, like, funny memes uh-huh. and, like, borderline cross-the-line memes. And one day, this was, like, three years ago, I posted something, and it was some sexual shit and my little like 10 year old niece messaged me and said, Hey, what does this mean? And I felt like the biggest dickhead in the world. And after that, I'm like, I'm done. And I haven't done it since. <laughs> I'm blocking you. Two. I can't like, <laughs> I'm like, what do I say to her? Like, yeah. I'm being fucked up and I'm being like inappropriate. My little cousins, my little niece sees this and she's 10. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't posted one since. But I used to always like push, push
0: the, the envelope. Mat, yeah. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, can't do this no more. Right. Yeah, man. Well, thank you so much, thanks man. Again. We yeah, appreciate you coming on. I We'll do it again sometime. Yes, sir. We're out. That's awesome. How how far back are you guys with the...